0: Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Casthaven. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash Eternal Dirtles. Hey, hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I am your host, Zach Clark, and uh with me as always is Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going, man? Good. How was uh Gen Con? Uh Gen Con was fun, man. Uh I did a lot of demos, uh you know, repping for, for for the Kingdom Death. Uh and then uh I went out and I, I played some new games. Uh I picked up the uh, new Legend of the Five Rings, uh game uh, old school game that uh brought over to Fantasy Flight that I was, uh, I was pretty interested in. And, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not upset about the, the remake of the game, which is nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, is a good time. A lot of work.
1: Yeah. Great. It's funny. Like, you know, we've done so many of these casts when I've been on the road, but we didn't, we can't do it when you're on the road because it's just like wall to wall work.
0: Oh God. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you get me out of New York city, all I'm doing is either playing magic cards or like freaking building shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, um, we've got a good topic for today, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'd say second on my list of, you know, first is definitely whenever one of us wins a tournament and we can talk about that tournament. That's my favorite kind of cast. My second uh, favorite kind of cast is when we talk about band-restricted uh, changes and when they're coming up, and, and that's what we're doing today.
1: Yeah, but we're going to do something a little bit, you know, off the beaten path. I think we're going to, we want to talk a little bit about the philosophy of the band list, mm-hmm. because... There was recently a ban right so and then I mean before that it takes a it takes a while right yeah so, yeah
0: I mean if you're not asking why what are you doing right yeah. um but look, before we start asking why we should probably go into the history of 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 the banned restricted list as a as a thing right uh um so I, for this is oral history I'm not one hundred percent positive on this stuff, but this is what I can remember from when I started the game so the uh initially there was type one and type two. And there was a banned and restricted list for each of those. And Type 2 at the time was uh, Fallen Empires, uh, Homelands, 4th Edition, Ice Age, Ice Age, and Chronicles. And uh, at that time, the ban list was Balance, Zornorb, Black Vice, um, Land Tax, and Ivory Tower. Those were the five cards that were banned in Standard, basically. Type 2 was Standard at the time. Um, and, and they were type, banned. I thought they were restricted. Those. Oh, 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 oh I apologize. Uh, they were restricted. So that was that was the first time, uh, that and probably one of the last times, as far as I can remember, that there was a restricted list in in standard.
1: Yeah, I mean, we may be off on the timeline, but I think you're pretty much right. I think that they made type one and type two. There might have been a banned list or a restricted list for when it was just all type one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably had like weird. I think that had like or Flam on it and weird stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I and remember, then Type Two comes around, but Type Two had a restricted list. I remember that yep, because
0: I remember like Strip th- Mind being restricted. <laughs> I think uh, if 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 I'm correct, uh, M- M- Mind Twist had been banned just somewhat recently, and same thing with uh, Fireball had been, or sorry, a Channel had been banned uh, just recently I because the- there was a standard that like had mind twist and channel is as restricted cards but that didn't make it to the to the first like standard worlds
1: i would yeah i mean the the formats moved so fast back then because well i mean i guess it it moved slowly but the news didn't travel as fast exactly yeah you'd, you'd read about one tournament and it would be one way and then later on uh, you'd hear about the next tournament and the rules were totally, I just remember the rules being totally different yeah. and me tearing apart decks, not that it ever mattered.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, uh, at that time there were a few things that were banned, uh, uh, th- so we had the restricted list, which was five cards, uh, two of them being white. Man, imagine, like, a, a, a current situation where, like, most of the cards that were banned were white and none of them were blue.
1: Well, it's interesting. Well, they had taken all the good blue cards out of the the sets by then. True, true. And also, uh, you know, white at the time, I mean, you played Disenchant, your main deck, Swords of Plowshares was around. That was the best thing to be doing. Yep. And uh, Balance was so freaking insane. Balance
0: was basically three magic cards, right? You had uh, Armageddon, Wrath of God, and Mind Twist all, all built into one card.
1: And you had you know you'd have like fellwar stones even in standard like oh, yeah. Felwar fellwar stone stuff to like
0: yeah, you can get your mana it. back even even if you didn't you know like zorn orb and balance was was a free armageddon you know like and it could wipe your opponent's board if you were a control deck you know balance was one of those cards that if you played it correctly it just would be game breaking so uh it was you know and, and that almost caused uh Bertrand Lestre to uh to like. Completely O two, the uh, the worlds at that time. He he forgot t- that his opponent could cast something with a white spell, and he tapped out, uh, his, uh, Lakanto's white land, and then Lakanto drew, or his second green land because he was afraid of a whirling dervish, I guess. And instead, he drew he drew a balance and reset the game, and and it, 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 Lakanto ended up taking that game. I, I can't remember who
1: uh, or what he must have been playing necro. You no, no, this was, really uh, sure. this
0: was this was Ernum Ernum Geddon versus Blue White Prison. Okay. Um I have yeah, it on I mean, VHS, that's how I can tell you about that. <laughs>
1: Alright. Yeah, so I remember yeah, but I mean I think at the point that we want to make here is a little bit is that like, yeah, there's been banner restricted lists on the early days. Yeah. And in the you know, we're in a way we're almost sort of lucky that it's formalized now compared yeah. to the early days.
0: Yeah, and I don't remember off the top of my head because I didn't you know, I was fifteen. You know, uh, and I didn't yeah. really play Vintage or, or Type 1. We just, people talked about Type 1 and you were like, oh, Moxes, it's so cool, you know. But like, you know, uh, because most of the cards I owned were from Ice Age and Homelands at the time. Uh, you know, Type 1 and Type 2, it was just Type 2 for, for me. But I do remember shortly after that they came out with Type 1.5, which is basically what Legacy is now.
1: It's the spiritual success or predecessor to
0: Legacy. Yeah, so one point five basically like your cards from uh, restricted that weren't particularly good in uh, in vintage, like uh, uh, what's called a Ape and Serendib Freet. You know those cards kind of saw more play in in one point five because everything on the vintage
1: band or type one band list or restricted list was banned
0: yeah um i mean people basically just played the deck in in type, in type one at that time uh, or variations of of the deck um and then and then you got uh up to a point where they decided that like they needed to bridge the gap somehow for for 1.5 and standard and so they created 1.5 x which became extended um and 1.5 x basically allowed you to play standard with dual lands. Yes, that
1: was the that was basically it. And I remember the dual lands had special dispensation for a while.
0: Yeah, that you I could remember. just continue playing them for a very long time up until then. And I actually went to one of the all time first uh Grand Prix for extended uh I played a like Bant urnum Jinn Sarah Angel Serendib, a uh like counter arcane denial Swords to Plowshares, Disenchant deck. That's. I think that was all the cards in the deck. They were all four ofs. Uh, yep. And I played
1: that same deck, but with, with, with Sanger Vampire and in black
0: instead of... There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I
1: remember it was four Sarahs, four Serendives, a couple Sanger Vampires, and then like all the good black, white, and blue cards.
0: Oh, you were on the Esper Fatties deck. I was on the Bant Fatties deck. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and, and I got trounced in that tournament. But, um, but that said... Uh, So that was in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. That was probably... I think that was where the very first Extended Grand Prix took place. Uh, I'm going to call that 1997. Um, That sounds about right. Not positive on that. But then uh, block happened. So they started doing block for Pro Tours, where, like, basically to make sure that people were buying the new new sets, uh, the Pro Tours would sort of showcase them in block, and you could only play with that particular block's worth of cards. And after the first one of those, uh, Curse Scroll got banned in block.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean they had done block. They had did like an informal block tournament because isn't that Ularade's, uh spider deck? That's from, like, 1995. Yes, yes,
0: that is, That's that, that is true. But, he, yeah, he Blocks was...
1: became formalized, and, was, and then Mirage was the first real block, and then Tempest was the first real block. And I did not, this is news to me, I did not know Curse Scroll was ever a banned card in block. I, I,
0: might, I might be wrong on that. It wasn't the first time a card was banned in block, though, because Squandered Resources got banned during uh, during Mirage. Uh, That's Mirage right. block, because uh, Vision's Mirage had uh, seen the very first real combo deck, uh, Cadaver's Bloom. Uh, and they banned the cross Squandered Bloom.
1: Resources Yeah, they, they sp- thought that was the... You yeah. know, I never played Cadaver's Bloom with Squander Resources. I never owned one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, so that, that sort of brings us into the whole philosophy thing is that that was the first time they decided to not ban the deck itself but to just weaken the deck, right? So Squander Resources was a card that was a, it was a vast enabler that allowed you to go off on turn three. Um, and so they decided that they would ban that that one card, which was pretty interesting, uh, as far as cards that, you know, you could still make the deck work, but it didn't work as well. Sort of the first time you saw that as, like, a way to stop a deck from being the best deck in the format.
1: Yeah, because up until then, most cards that were banned were just individually powerful.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, that deck actually just balances, played Summer Bloom your... to, to, like, get more lands into play once you had lands in your hand, so you could sacrifice, tap and sacrifice them to, uh, squander resources and basically like you know figure out your color situation as you went along man that deck was sweet Mm-hmm. you know and that was the first time you know shout out to mike I was, long I was, I was on one that the
1: first net decks though it was on the internet i think yeah. it's
0: an inquest that i actually built the inquest decks of course and, that, and you got to shout out to mike long on that because he sort of discovered that deck and and that was the first time that magic got played in in, in a way that was definitely not intended you know Yes, that way was that was not how Richard Garfield uh, imagined the game. I I dare to say.
1: Um, well, I'm sure he didn't imagine, you know, Black Lotus Channel Fireball either, there, but,
0: <laughs> you know. probably not. I mean,
1: in 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 a way that is like, you know, not not that these that these cards probably weren't individually these weren't individually powerful cards, right? Yeah, Cadaverous Bloom. Natural balance, no. squandered resources.
0: I mean, Cadaverous Bloom. Come on, you just you look at that card, and you're just like, why would I ever pay five mana to discard a card from my hand to put like anything to play? Like you just or like, let
1: both players draw
0: X cards. That yeah, seems stupid. that seems terrible. Um, but no, I mean, that's that's you know that those cards all came together in a way that seemed not powerful, and then became insanely powerful. Um, so that so yeah, so we have block, and then. Uh, you know, that's about when I stopped playing, is, is a little after, um, you know, extended in block, all that stuff. I stopped playing for about 12 years, and I came back to the format, and the first thing I can remember really happening, or at least a, an impact of things that were happening, was a band that happened in block, and it was, uh, uh, what was the name of the card that gave all tokens, plus one, plus one? It was a spirits deck.
1: Intangible virtue.
0: Intangible virtue was was had recently been banned in block, which you know was interesting in Estrat block. Yeah. Now I do remember so, coming back for a second in Mirrodin block, and again the bans had already happened, but the artifacts deck had been had been running rampant, and so they made a banned standard, which was the first time in a while that a banned standard had been made.
1: Well, it's funny that you mentioned that being the time you came back, because when I came back after my extended break, and I played. Um, I remember that one of the reasons I left the game originally was that the Urza block happened. I had oh, yeah. I finally I had a job. I had all the cards from Urza block that were awesome and then they all got banned.
0: Yep. Oh, I remember <laughs> and I the was Combo like, Oh, you. I
1: missed out on, you know, the first round of power and then I missed it and then I got this but then I got, you know, they, ban- I got they got banned. I just never I was just like, uh, and then Invasion was so weak and just not interesting yep. that I kind of wandered away. Yeah, you couldn't so do, do anything fun. <laughs> yeah, so I came back in J- uh, June of 2011, and I believe it was either right before or right after Jace and Stoneforge were banned in Standard. So I came back, and not only were we uh, were we talking about Karn, who I remembered, but like there was just this crazy upheaval with. The game because uh, Jace and Stoneforge had just been banned.
0: And that had been the first time a card had been banned in standard for about, what, 10 years? And I think I read like somewhere that they're years, like about eight years, years apart. Yeah, yeah. It's like
1: six to eight years apart between Mirrodin to Scars of Mirrodin, well, Zendikar, and then to Kaladesh, which was the next standard banning.
0: Yeah, so as far so, as bannings were concerned, um, there wasn't a ton uh, of, of what, you know, quote unquote bad design going on uh, during that time. Uh, and then cards started having to be banned because they were just too powerful for standard. They were dominating They were dominating the, the landscape of standard. So it became pretty clear sort of immediately why cards get banned in standard.
1: And it seems like, and I've looked on this a little bit, in the eternal formats, bannings were also, or restrictions, were also relatively rare. I can't tell you anything about extended. I, I guess top was banned in extended, and maybe dark depths, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't remember a lot. I mean, it basically extended uh, initially was just everything that was banned in 1.5 and then you couldn't play Arabian Nights, Antiquities and Legends.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, and then it, there was a rotation and cards came in and uh-huh. then, and then there were various restrictions like, you know, Lions Eye Diamond was banned and restricted in multiple formats and then Legacy is Man separated from Vintage, which get, yeah. Legacy gets its own banned list, and Vintage gets its own restricted list when they design that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's bannings in and out, right? But, yes, it's funny that we both came back at – I had forgotten Intangible Virtue was
0: banned in block. Yeah.
1: That was, was like – I weird. was
0: just like, huh, that's weird. And, and yeah. like, you know, it, it, when you look at these cards that get banned in standard nowadays, it's just like you're – a lot of times you're just like, huh, Why? You know but uh, it, you know it's it's all it's all relative to the power level of of the other cards around around these cards um and that sort of brings us up to I, I guess I guess Nate what I should ask you is what do you remember in legacy uh the first card that you can remember being banned since you've been back to the game
1: in legacy I I want to say that a lot of people were talking about survival and mental misstep when I started getting curious about legacy mm-hmm um, and those, but those were recent, they had, it, was, it wasn't like they had just been banned. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, obviously the, the first banning that I think while we're sort of in our heart of our legacy play would be Treasure Cruise.
0: Yeah. Treasure Cruise is, is the first card I can specifically remember being banned. Cause like I said, I came back during Dark Ascension. So, uh, you know, mental misstep was, was old news at that point for me. And, yeah, I, I, so we went a good, what, four, three or four years without really a banning. Um, in Legacy? Yeah, in Legacy. Um, I'm trying to find the
1: thing. It was... Oh, now I can't find it. Um, but, yeah, they were they were I think they were pretty close to each other. Survival, Mental Misstep, and Treasure Cruise. And we're starting to see, actually, that Momentum and Vintage, especially, like, were more the Delve Spells... Like, just completely put so much upheaval into all the formats yeah. that, like, even though they had just tamped down some stuff, they had tamped down Survival and uh, and um, Mental Misstep in Legacy, and then they had just done something in Vintage fairly recently. I think there was they called it the Vintage Apocalypse, where Brainstorm, Ponder, Gush are all restricted in, mm-hmm. like, 2008 or nine, And then, you know, the Delve Spells come along, and it's just so much upheaval, especially in, in Vintage, which oh, has yeah. been interesting to see.
0: Yeah. So, so tre- oh, go yeah. on.
1: No, I was just gonna say. So, yeah, Treasure Cruise, though. I mean, it was interesting because I remember. I just remember the first uh, weekly after Treasure Cruise was released, and just looking around at everybody playing these blue-red Delver Mirror matches, and I had like a rock deck. I took out all the Liliana the Veils, and I put in every Spirit of the Labyrinth I could find. Yeah. And I went four no. <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember being very skeptical because I went to I went to the first uh, Grand Prix after as that set was opened in in Orlando, and you know I brought my I brought my legacy deck with me, and uh, I was on rug of course, and um, you know I'd heard that uh that blue red was uh was really doing well uh and and that Treasure Cruise was good and and that Monastery Spear was good, so you know I was like oh I'll throw those into my deck and see what happens. And I was so amazed at how good the deck was that I could, I really couldn't believe it. I just thought, like, oh, I just got a couple lucky matchups. And then, like, lo and behold, I come back to New Jersey, and everyone's on Blue Red Delver. Like, you couldn't play with a Tarmogoyf or a Nimble Mongoose. You were a crazy person if you did that. Um, and and that really stifled the format for a while. And, and I think, like, it came down to, like, you could play Treasure Cruise decks, or you could play uh, Storm.
1: Well, I remember, yeah, I mean, I, I always I often share that anecdote about, like, pulling out all the Lianas and putting in all the Spirits of the Labyrinth and going four notes. It was just funny. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was playing Treasure Cruise, and people had trimmed back, like, various kinds of removal, or maybe even had Mom in my deck. And I remember thinking, like, Liana of the Veil vale sucks against Young Pyromancer, and they're putting card, you're putting cards in their graveyard. No, I'm just going just just to see what happens. I just remember, like, you know, it was just amazing how— Dependent people were on, like, taxian Probe and oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: I mean, do um, y- you remember, like... I mean, think about casting Liliana, right? Like, you're yeah. like, I'll, I'll pay so three bad. mana to give you one mana. Yeah. That's literally what you were doing there. So, yeah. yeah I,
1: they discard one Treasure Cruise and delve it away to another one. Yep. I did play the Blue-Red deck in Modern, and I um, remember just getting my face caved in by, like, every... Every rock deck. I thought it was yeah. interesting how it worked the other way. <laughs> uh, you know, how that was like a natural foil. At that Grand Prix, which I remember in New Jersey, I played Nick Fit with just a bunch of life gain creatures thinking I was going to outsmart everybody. Who yeah. was trying to burn me out by just Siege Rhino into Drag Tusk, into Baneslayer. <laughs> How'd like, that work out
0: for you, Nate? I went four and three. Well, that's better than I did. I started out three and O oh, uh, and then uh, went oh and three after that so I yeah i mean
1: wanna... i played against dredge twice <laughs> yeah okay i played against my first round was against painter i played against dredge twice like i only played against the delver deck once and and it was so brutal like i, I went to three games and i lost because uh he had three swift spears plus a treasure cruise on one turn it was just so much damage I mean, Yeah, killed ridiculous. me through, like a block on a, with a batter skull. Like he did some crazy amount of damage, yeah. so so do so we remember Treasure Cruise. Like yeah. it was so format warping and just
0: not. <laughs> yeah, it was obviously the best card to play in the format at the time, and and uh, Wizards responded to that with with uh, a ban, as as I think we can all agree that they should have. And uh, you know they threw that in Vintage, and we're like, well, you can only play one of those in Vintage as well. So you know, not not a big deal. Um,
1: they banned in Legacy. They restricted Treasure Cruise and Dig Through Time and Chalice of the Void at the same time in um, Vintage, and they banned Treasure Cruise, Dig Through Time, and Birthing Pod from Modern at the same time. They that left, was a huge
0: update. And they left Dig Through Time in Legacy, which was a real problem for a while.
1: <laughs> I, yes, maybe we could post a link to my 12th place Star City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thing. That was so much fun.
0: The Dig, dig um, Through Time, uh, a ridiculous card for two mana. And, um, and a lot of the Miracles decks were playing Dig Through Time because it was just such a bonkers card to be able to cast for two mana. And you didn't need your graveyard in, in that deck for the most part. Um, and so, you know, there was a point in time where uh, Miracles dominated f- because and, um, it had the only really playable, uh, you know, Delve spell for a while.
1: Well, Omnitel also had it. That was actually oh, the yes. big thing that got a ban because Very you true. could just chain them and find your the rest. If you got an Omniscience down, you could just I mean, first of all, you're digging for two card combo, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that doesn't that's not good. Uh, and then also you could just chain them after an Omniscience to find your win condition. Oh
0: yeah,
1: um, because you could see so many cards. Um, I played some fun decks with Dig Through Time. I, I remember it fondly in a way. Yeah. Um, I played this. Uh, Thopter Foundry deck that had like Thought Scour in it. It was just like I once—I think I once saw 13 cards in a turn, <laughs> uh, trying to find something. Um, and I finished. I had a nice finish at a Star City uh, Premier IQ when they still ran those for Legacy every week. Not the opens with the—they had these Premier IQs where I played the Grixis Control deck. And sometimes I look at the list and think, you, you remember in old school when he does when they uh, when they're doing the like uh, trials at the end? Yeah. And they ask what barrel about Cuba or something and he answers, he like inhales, answers the question and says, "Uh, what happened? I blacked out. Yeah. I look at this list and it's like a thing of beauty. I have no idea how I came up with it. It's, (laughs) I mean, now it doesn't seem that interesting because it's basically a a Grixis control list, but it was like, I I had one Germag angler, like just enough. Like I had one true name. I had like, um, I had one pyroblast. Like, what was I thinking? You were dialed
0: in, man. You were dialed in.
1: Well, with dig through time, you could find your one card so easily, even more so than with, uh, um, like brainstorm and ponder. Yeah, like you know, you see, you get to dig seven deep, but like, oh, there's the pyroblast. Okay, eight deep, right?
0: It was eight. The top, eight, I think it was top seven. Maybe, then... maybe you're right. I'm not sure. It Cost eight mana, dig top seven. Yeah, you're right. Um. Anyhow, so so you know, then we have Sensate Divining Top, which we're all of, all very aware of as a card that got banned. But I think uh, we should sort of switch gears here and talk about um, why cards get banned and what's sort of the philosophy behind each format and why uh, Wizards decides that like that time's up on a card.
1: Well, I think it's interesting because if you now that we were thinking about it, I just remember that Treasure Cruise meta and I'm, now I'm sort of like, yeah, this was obvious, right?
0: Oh, so obvious.
1: And then with Top, even with Dig Through Time, I think it was pretty obvious. Like Omnitel was so oppressive. Like, just, you could just lose so fast. It was so hard to interact with. Um, that was probably why I had a main deck pyroblast. Yeah. But Remember with Sensei's when... top, we talked about it on the cast. I mean, that's been since we started doing the cast. Yeah. It's like, you could never really tell if the format was broken, right?
0: Yeah. And, and you know what's funny is, is there was a point in time when Volcanic Islands were $400. Yeah. Well,
1: that <laughs> time's probably coming again in a couple of months. Well, yeah,
0: we'll see. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so let's talk about why why it happens in in standard. First off, let's let's go with the, the the you know youngest format, as it were, and talk about why cards get banned in standard.
1: Well, I think this is the easiest answer. I think when they note because they have so much data on tournament attendance, when they notice it's going down, they they look at the the most powerful deck and ban a card. That's basically <laughs> what seems to be happening. That right? that
0: seems correct. I don't think it's all about like what cards being played the most or uh, what the percentage of the meta looks like. They literally just look at the card that is causing the most, the most uh, complaints. And they say, well, we can let people keep this card and it's going to ruin things in the long term. Uh, But if we ban it, it's going to ruin things in the short term. And there's no good answer. There's never a good answer to ban a card, right? Like it's not ideal. Um, but when you're in standard and the format's so short, I think you have to err on the side of making the format safer for everybody, and especially if it's your flagship format, like what how you sell cards, um, it's important to make it healthy as fast as possible. And, and, and a ban uh, of an unhealthy format is, is probably the smartest and quickest thing you can do.
1: It seems that when there's a standard ban, no one ever complains. I think that part of that is people are not attached to the cards.
0: No. Yeah, I don't like, think so. Either. No
1: one's like, man. I really loved playing Reflector Mage. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean,
0: the people that complain are generally the grinder, like the the grinder level pros that are like, well, I mean, I learned this deck like crazy, and I haven't queued queued with the deck yet, and it's not fair that like I. It's always an I thing. I feel like whenever I see yeah. people complaining on Twitter about it, it's like I own these cards, but I couldn't play them. It's really, I own these cards, but I couldn't play them well enough in the time that I was allowed to to, to hit the Pro Tour, right? Like, wow. it's generally like a situation where it, it's it, it always seems selfish to me when you're complaining about a ban in standard that's not like, you know, look, you can complain about a ban in standard and be like, look, that's bad design. I'll do that every day of the week. I'll be like, look, you, you're obviously screwing up somewhere because th- there shouldn't be bans in, in this format, right? But eventually, every now and again, there has to be. And when I see the complaints of somebody really upset, it's generally because they own those cards, they spent money on them, uh, and they can't play with them anymore.
1: Yeah, well, that's how it is for every banning. I yeah. think with standard, it's more like I should have had—I could have had this chance. Mm-hmm. I knew this was the best deck, and I, you know, I didn't get a chance to play. Didn't it, but Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So in modern, I think you know we have legacy players make fun of moderns ban list a lot. I've probably been guilty of this myself um we tested some modern a couple weeks ago if you recall yeah um and i that was you know really the first time i played it a lot since uh topwood been banned and you know and now i sort of like i kind of see where they're going like i i appreciated some of the more powerful things that were done but they were like you know what it's with modern it seems that the goal is to keep you guessing right there's never gonna be like a best deck can never really emerge because they'll knock it down a peg with a banning or they just the, the format is wide enough and curated enough that it always gets taken down. Yeah, there were people talking about Death Shadow being banned. It is now down to the third most played deck. <laughs> like they've a foil has been discovered in the form of uh, Scape Shift and um, Eldrazi Tron that goes yeah. over the top, and now the Death Shadow decks have to retool.
0: Yep. I I I appreciate Modern for what it is, which is a format uh that that can that can constantly be figured out and uh even your your like tier 1 decks like Affinity, uh Death Shadow, uh blue at red control. Um they they come in and out of vogue uh based on what the meta looks like. Um especially Affinity is a is a classic example. People are always like, "Oh, when are they going to ban X Mox card Opal. from Affinity, right?" <laughs> and it's always Cranial like plating. You yeah, can do that, funny. but, like, if the deck is too good, people will just sideboard cards against it because there's a, enough there's enough cards in the format that you can figure out what to just take away, right? You're like, right. oh, I'll, I guess I'll just pack in more artifact hate and I'll get rid of that deck, you know? Like, if you really want to beat one deck in uh, in Modern with your sideboard, you can do that, right? So if you're seeing too much of it, you can actually build your deck to, to beat... That format, but the philosophy behind cards that get banned in modern is is a bit different. The like wizards, why we ban cards in modern is actually for two reasons. Uh, former for- format boogeyman. So uh, if you remember fairies for a very yeah, long Bitter time, Blossom was banned for most of yeah. modern. Uh, Jace is still banned. Uh, this is still banned, uh, and uh, and the, you know there's some uh, other ones like uh, the the old affinity deck uh, that, that used the ancient dens and uh, uh, you know all the artifact lands from from Mirrodin, uh, and then the other one there's there's actually three reasons, but the the second real reason is turn three format. Um, they don't want it to become a turn three format. They want a inconsistent turn four is okay. A consistent turn three is not okay.
1: Well, they say that. I, I still think that... Yeah, I guess inconsistent is the, what you're talking about here, yeah. right? There are plenty you can of win on turn three. On I turn mean, you three.
0: can... you can If you really want to, you can win on turn one with Storm. It's possible. You'd need Simeon Spirit Guides in your deck, but you can do it. Um, but uh, consistently, even a consistent turn three win with Storm is not not really a thing Consistent for turn four win very much very much a thing you can you can pretty much guarantee that if if you have a storm deck uh and you're building it properly that on turn four you you can 70 percent of the time you can win the game well
1: i think yeah and i think what you're saying is that like modern like it's it's it gets these sort of um uh What's the word I'm looking for here? The Appearance pen. bans, like standard, they want the the format to look a certain way. Yeah, and like that's why deck like eggs gets banned. Like it's just boring to watch, right? Yeah. There's part of that, and then Splinter Twin, it's like because like everyone's the, seen it. it. Yeah, everyone's seen it. It's been on the and it's the it's your third turn end step when the game is over. Yeah, you know. Like that's still that's still pretty fast. Birthing Pod, same deal. Like we're just gonna you know see the same sort of thing where we assemble this thing. I you know I wish that some I wish those cards were unbanned just so you have a place to play those kinds of decks because some of those decks were fun and interesting, um, and they're not quite good enough for Legacy. But you know after looking at how the format works um, when we were when I was helping you test for that PPTQ, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I sort of you know, I can live with it. Right. You know, it's not, I'm not going to play it all the time. So what do I care?
0: (laughs) Yeah, of (laughs) course. So that's sort of the reasons why, uh, things get banned in, in modern. And, and the, the third reason was the reason you just stated was, was sort of the showcasing the format, uh, band, which, uh, they'll ban things just because they don't want you to see, they don't want it seen on camera. Um, which is why people are both happy and sad about why, Modern is coming back in the spotlight as a Pro Tour format. I'm for it, but there are reasons why people are against it. I get it.
1: I still think I'd rather watch any a bad Modern game or a GIMP to have my deck GIMPed and have to be able to watch Modern on the Pro Tour than have to watch Standard. 100%. Sorry, I, just, I completely like, I just, agree with you. Not interested in Standard at all.
0: Um, so uh, let's, let's go to let's go Vintage to, from here.
1: Yeah, and I want to say something about Vintage because there. You know, we're talking about philosophies of why cards are banned or restricted in certain forms. If vintage has a restricted list, right? Mm-hmm. That's the big thing, right? And what's on the restricted list? Power. Power is on the restricted and they restricted list for sure. Chalice of the Void. In the announcement, it says a turn, a chalice for zero deprives the opponent of the ability to put moxes onto the battlefield. Because this is a format, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember the exact wording. Because this is a format where you're supposed to be able to play moxes we're restricting chalice the void i remember uh so many instant plays steven endian kevin cron they went after that they they dissected this thing like an owl pellet in fourth grade like (laughs) what are you talking about like look at all these cards that are still legal how come it took you 10 years to make this determination um but that i will say this that is that is something to be said yeah like we want you to the point of this format is that you can play moxes.
0: Yeah, I mean that is the idea, right? Like that's yeah. that's why we play Tileron Academy. Um, yeah. But so yeah, so we have this this ban list, right? Of cards that you're not allowed to play in in Legacy, uh, in Legacy. and the ban list is relatively small, honestly. Um, the ban list is the c- conspiracy cards, well, anti like cards. Chaos Orb, Falling Star, Shahrazad. Those are those are your banned cards.
1: Are you talking about you're talking about uh, vintage or like Vintage,
0: the... sorry, vintage. Those yeah. are the cards in vintage that you're not allowed to play. There are what 34 5 6 7, 37 cards and most of them are uh, conspiracy and anti cards. The three that are cards that you would actually see in the format if if they weren't banned, Shahrazad, which makes the games go far too long. Falling Star, which is a dexterity card. Chaos Orb, which is a dexterity card.
1: Yep. They don't want people flipping their cards. After that? I think. uh, What is it, like... If you unbanned Chaos Orb, would it be played? I would play it. (laughs) How many many Chaos Orbs do you play?
0: Oh, man, if they didn't restrict (laughs) it... You're not not ripping it up. It's, you know, 80 bucks, but like... uh, Okay, if you were a Shops deck and they unbanned Chaos Orb, I think you would just always play, like, you know, four.
1: Yeah, I mean, guess it kills Jace.
0: <laughs> you know, and not to mention, like, you know, assuming you don't have the old-school rule where, like, you can only target one thing, It's in it, the rules of the card of are the exact thing, like, people are going to accidentally put their cards together. You know, you stack your lands and stuff, and if you only have a certain amount of room in a tournament, suddenly there's a lot of stuff on the board, and you're being, like... It, the thing about Chaos Orb is it restricts how you're playing the game and makes people... Take longer to play the game because they're like making sure that all their stuff isn't next to each other and stuff like that. So th- there's a and then you have rulings about like orb. where you
1: can move your stuff. I, exactly. I mean, like it's funny. Like chaos Orb isn't overpowered, but it would not make for an interesting experience no. or fun experience in the game once the novelty wears off.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and falling star is the same sort of thing. I think that's like deal three damage for everything it hits. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it. That's a boring card, honestly. It's it's not. It, it's just a dexterity card, so it's not in there but if we go to the the restricted list and there's like what 5 10 15 20 25 30 there's like over 40 cards on, on the restricted list and that ranges from cards like fast bond which are insane to cards like necropotence that you know you shouldn't you should not be allowed to play uh treasure cruise trenosphere uh, combo enablers like Vampiric Tutor, Windfall, Windfall. you know, Time yeah. Twister, obviously a Power 9 card, but more of a Power 12 card. You know, it, honestly, well, it, it only sees the, play in specific decks.
1: I mean, you know, we're not going to talk about Vintage, but like, the, 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 the thing about Vintage is that as that restricted list gets longer, because they don't ban cards for mm-hmm. power level, as the restricted list gets longer... You have a situation where vintage just becomes really expensive EDH, right? Yeah, we're like, getting to
0: that point. You can almost build a really expensive EDH deck with what you have here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if I, I don't you really think, think there's think a about win condition. Like Storm but... is a pile of restricted cards, and like you know, and these cards that are going on the restricted list, like mm-hmm. Treasure Cruise, Deck Through Time, are blue cards.
0: If I just build a deck with these cards, could I win a Magic? tournament, or game. I don't think so. Well, is a non right? with like half of
1: oh, them. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. But... but like, looking at this, I'm like, there's no win condition here. You can't actually win unless you like, you know, maybe you put Hermit donate Druid. in.
1: Wait, no, it's not restricted, is it? What's that? Is Hermit Druid restricted? I don't think it is. Hermit Druid
0: is not restricted. So I don't think there's any, there's Lotus, uh, Lodestone Golem. Looks like the only win condition in here.
1: Do you imagine playing all the restricted blue cards to find your lodestone Golem? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's the only creature restricted in vintage, isn't it,
0: it? It is currently the only creature restricted in vintage.
1: There's some foreshadowing. For yeah.
0: It. So, uh, but so I think,
1: that, yeah, I think that we're what we're getting to is like the other formats have a pretty well-defined um, ban and restricted policy. And vintage has the vintage. What problems vintage is having are different than what legacy might be having, because in vintage you always get the point is to play the most powerful cards. That's almost their stated reason for the format, right? Mm-hmm. And the format is shaped around being able to play the most powerful cards. In legacy, it's what is the point? There rest- what? What are we doing with the ban list? Well, you know, I <laughs> what think, is the point?
0: I think a, a funny place to start is is reading. Uh, their take on, on uh on legacy like reading right from the wizards uh m- you know magic.wizards.com uh band restricted page um like vintage you can play cards from any set the twist a longer ban list makes this format more accessible to new players well wow, that is quite interesting <laughs> that is hilarious that is not the case at all but um, you know Well,
1: hold on a second. I mean a longer ban list makes this format more accessible to new players. First of all, that could have been written in two
0: thousand two. Yeah, I mean, it very well could have. It's just a funny thing to say about you know, anytime you're saying like the, the four the five words more accessible to new players should never be combined with, with legacy.
1: Well, is legacy more accessible to new players in Vintage? I would argue I right would say now, no. You know, why? Because because once you get your set of workshops, you just jam a bunch of shit from Kaladesh in your deck.
0: <laughs> Agreed. But most vintage tournaments are not sanctioned, and thusly, uh, you play like a 12 proxy, 15 proxy rule, it's actually cheaper to play vintage uh, for the most part. If, if you uh, can find a vintage tournament, 9 times out of 10, it's going to be unsanctioned and, and will allow proxies.
1: So you're looking at, so you're saying accessibility from a cost standpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about accessibility from a gameplay standpoint because that's how I'm interpreting the um, the statement. I think that whenever this statement was written, and I don't know when it was, I think that vintage was seen as someone goes off on turn one all the time, right? Sure. And in Legacy, a longer ban list does stop that, like. Moxes are, I mean, okay, I turned on a vintage game. Oh but we didn't talk about this for a week. I was just kind of noodling around and I and there was someone was streaming vintage and I turned it on. This is the first thing I saw, okay? Mana Crypt, Lotus, Tolarian Academy, the guy this is the guy the first turn of the game. Mm-hmm. Mana Crypt Lotus, Tolarian Academy, Tap Tolarian Academy, Time Vault. Sacrifice Lotus, Tap Mana Crypt, Tezzeret the Seeker. There you go. Minus one, Tezzer the Seeker. Game's over.
0: <laughs> plus plus one. Not? It's plus one Tesser the Seeker. Game's over.
1: Is it plus to untap? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, it's yeah, plus. Sorry.
0: Otherwise, he would just die eventually.
1: I, I was going to say like, <laughs> um... I thought he was going to search for Voltaic... I saw him adjusting the dice, but I was like, he was going search for Voltaic. But like, yeah, that's right. Tezzer the Seeker just untap. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I guess you I even, I even do that. Untap Krypton. See, that's what and I, you know what was, I was like, yes, I haven't seen that in vintage in so long. Yeah. But you, how many restricted cards are in that set? Are in that statement? Uh, Crypt, Lotus four. Academy, Time Vault.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I had that epic game against Joe Brennan where I mulled to four, and uh, I had a uh, uh, two blue cards and a Misdirection and a Forceful in my hand, and I had the pass turn, and he. Played a land, said go. I passed my turn again after I drew an Ancestral Recall. He, uh, at the end of his turn, cast a Mystical Tutor for an Ancestral. On his turn, he cast an Ancestral. I misdirected it. He Pyroblasted it. I counted the Pyroblast, drew three cards. It was Mox, Tezzeret, or sorry, uh, uh, uh what the heck? Uh Oh, God. It was Volt, Tezeret and, uh black lotus and i won <laughs> it was just like oh i win i guess i'll just play these and i'll go search for a uh time vault and go and he was like well i don't have anything else i can do so go and then i just untapped my my vault and my vault and i was good to go for the rest of the game i won
1: right and there you go but okay so right so, <laughs> you know just trying to keep us moving here but like uh, yeah, that, that's Vintage, right? That's what's supposed to happen in Vintage. Right yeah, now, that's it's not fun. happening, and that's that's for the Vintage cast to talk about, yeah, though that's... we have opinions. But um, in Legacy, you know the theory is you're, about, you're able to do stuff. You're going you're gonna to play a land, you're going to play a guy, you're going to pass turn, and the other people are going to play a thing. Like, you, they're going to duress you. Like, you know, that's I the, had a pretty
0: interesting you. conversation with somebody this week about, about uh, the difference between uh, Legacy and Modern, actually. And he was saying, you know, Modern is the games happen on the board. Uh, and he's used to that. And, and in vintage, uh, the games happen in the hand. Yes, yeah, because your hands are empty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or your well, really, it's
1: your opening hands versus each other. And then, if, if the game's not over, it's eight turns of everyone drawing to yeah. get more cards. Of course. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Between mental misstep wars, or just like oh, I did no, a thing, I'm, but then not workshop. I'm gonna misstep.
0: I'm talking other. about uh, vintage. Sorry, uh, legacy to, to modern.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking yeah, about base I that um, probably
0: said vintage, but legacy yeah. to modern, uh, the the games happen in your hand in in legacy versus in modern, where it's like kind of a board, you know, it's board states. See, I don't think
1: that's been the, I don't think that's always been the case in <laughs> legacy. I think it's been like that more recently because we have really coalesce into this sort of very very blue format I, when treasure cruise was banned i remember this very specifically when treasure cruise was banned brainstorm was in 75 percent of decks mm-hmm. everyone said well you're gonna ban treasure cruise and that's gonna take it down a notch and it did or maybe dig through time like but but before you, you have to get both dell spells out right and then actually the big thing that happened was oath of the gate watch was released the Eldrazi deck came in yep. really punished the blue decks especially miracles for a while and uh, you had this drop. Now brainstorm's up in the in that seventy percent range again. We're seeing this creep up. It's a lot of these blue mirrors, mm-hmm. and that is games that happen in the hand. And 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 really, I played. Uh, I was playing Rug Delver a couple weeks ago at the local, and I played against uh, a gentleman playing Grixis Delver. Um, I would you know, we're you know playing the games, and I and I felt like we were both we had some really good back and forth games. So I went home. I looked at my Life Pad. And I realized that really what happened is I won the die roll, obliterated him, he got to go first, he turned me into a pretzel, and then I got to go first, same thing. Just stifled him into oblivion, right? Nope. The person on the, the tempo was so crucial in that matchup from going first that like whoever was able to keep days in their deck as a credible card... Really had a huge advantage, of course, yeah. and that's that's a game in your hand, right? Because he, you know, I don't remember the specifics of our games now. So it was a while ago, but I'm pretty sure that whatever whichever one of us lost had like zero to two permanents in play at the time, and the other person would have like a gigantic board.
0: <laughs> it almost didn't matter. So I guess the question here, uh, you know, is why does why does something get banned in Legacy? Well, I think that. The pat, the last one, two,
1: three, four, five bands in Legacy. There's been outcry. But, right, like so. You start with Senses Divining Top. Someone mm-hmm. put a, a sign up in front of Wizards. we will get to Top in a second. Uh, Dig through Time and Treasure Cruise. People immediately identified these as stupid. Right. Yeah. And we we've talked about the delve mechanic as just being it's so busted. Like. <laughs> It's always the next – the next delve card is always the thing, like the the most busted thing that's going on, even if it's Gurmag Angler in Legacy or Become Events in Modern. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) that's what was happening. Um, And then so we have the delve cards, then Mental Misstep, which people just hate, which is not fun, interesting gameplay. And then Survival, which I think had a little bit more – we could go either way on this. Though I do, I do remember people saying like we were main decking Pithing Needle. There were six survival decks in the top eight, you know. Yeah, um, survival if it had hung on another couple of rotations, I think would have been naturally pushed out by things that have been printed. But I think that the feel bad at the time was was high enough. So really, with Legacy, it it's come down to outcry. Like in Standard and Modern, Wizards is making decisions about the format. In Vintage, there is. Maybe more community um, input like like Legacy, but because they have the restricted list, I think they're more apt to pull the trigger. Yeah. Like, you can still play this card.
0: Yeah, I agree. But
1: it takes a long time for a card to be banned in Legacy. Like, Sensei's Divining Top is on the source, like, cited as the, the biggest, like, the card that should
0: be banned. The polls from 2010. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still think it's the wrong card to ban. Uh, I think a card from that deck should have been banned, but. Um it did solve a problem in the format and that was that you were seeing way too much counterbalance. So we're not right. seeing any counterbalance anymore. So that's But a thing, here's the I thing.
1: Suppose. There's a there's a playable blue and white terminist deck, right? Mhm. Abrupt decay is was up in the close to 50% range when before top was banned is now down in the in the mid 20s. So Abrupt decay has come down a lot. And um both those things would have been accomplished by banning counterbalance. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, and rounds still go to time. Like I was at Vegas, and the rounds took a long time. Yeah. And you know, rounds. It legacy is is the rounds can get it can get very grindy, mm-hmm. in these in legacy. Um, I think all of that could have been accomplished with the counterbalance ban. The one thing that um I think has been disappointing is that Painter, as a as, as, as sort of a canary in the coal mine, Painter has completely disappeared. Yep. How is a four color deck able to, excuse me, able to survive? Like, check pile? Well, there's no, there's like, you know, there's Blood there's Moon no Blood Stompy. Moon deck, right? Yeah. Well, there's Blood Moon Stompy decks, but they're not nearly as consistent as Painter was. I mean, Painter, if that was a hard that could be a hard deck to beat, you know? Yeah. But it was already inconsistent, and then you took their only thing away from them. I mean, top, I think the fact that it was weaponized by Counterbalance made it, you got so sick of watching people resolve top activations, right? Um, and you Poorly. got so sick of seeing a turn one top, right? Yeah, of because course. it comes down on turn one. And you keep more hands with a turn one top. You of might course. never see a counterbalance in a game against Miracles. And you'd still lose because the top was the so top good. The top was just, point. yeah,
0: you're just like gaining a massive amount of, uh, I guess, option advantage. Because I wasn't going to call it exactly card advantage. But you have so many options with that, with that card that you're just always going to be playing it, right? well
1: you gained virtual you had the top three cards of your deck in your hand essentially right yeah. i mean so there's that i mean terminus is a uh, is card advantage that is heavily enabled by top but i think that the combination of top just taking time and and having to play around counterbalance which was which was super miserable not mm-hmm. fun oh yeah but i think but I think, but you know, the thing is that I always said was like a ban on top is a soft ban on counterbalance, right? Yeah. And now we have a blue-white terminus deck that is, I think, really hard to play. But if you know how to play it, it is good.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's proved <laughs> by Sam, right? Like, you know, so we had Sam Rookus on uh, what five, six weeks ago, and whatever. The man, Vegas. the man, uh, what nine, nine, eight, nine o? Or the eleven o?
1: He was not. He was. He finished in the top sixteen, I think, maybe. But he, he was on a pretty good run. And the deck, yeah. like, and that was with a deck that the theory is still, like, the, the theory behind the deck building is still way up in the air. Yeah. You're now seeing four mentor versions of that deck with, you know, less, you know, less of a uh, terminus idea, but they're just going to, it's like a mentor deck, you know. It's just a know? blue-white
0: mentor deck now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean that's not there's, – there's different – but we've had that Japanese tournament in, at Grand Prix mm-hmm. Kyoto. That was 260 people and there was a Miracles deck that won and I think another one in the top eight and they were different. Yeah. Like so the theory's not out. I don't think that – but I think that Counterbalance was a singularly miserable play experience more so than playing – than losing to Miracles is now. Like yeah. I mean Agreed. it sucks yeah. to like – yeah. But like Counterbalance was just so miserable to play against. You hated having to play around it. It pushed you to play Abrupt Decay. Well – so that so there was there was a problem with that, and now it is you know quote unquote solved, right? Yeah. But the but top, I, like we've said, it's like it had, it had other uses. There's other cards that are clearly more powerful, like Brainstorm. Mm-hmm. You know, there are cards on the ban list that are way worse than legal cards, like Mind Twist or Earthcraft. Like, <sighs> come
0: on. Yeah. I, I would much so rather the legacy somebody band played. List
1: philosophy is is just just keeps getting fuzzier and yeah. when you get to like every every uh, announcement now it's it there is a question. What are what is the goal of this one? Why? Yeah, so, why? Of course. I think so let, let's 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 cut to the chase here. What do you think
0: the goal of the legacy
1: ban list should be?
0: What do I think it should be, right? Uh, oh man. Uh this is tough, man. I didn't expect this question actually. Uh, i i know what i I know what i think it is, but what do I think it should be um i think ah, oh god, I want it to be format parity in some way i want it to be balance you know and i think that gets the second question how do you define that how do you define that it's tough right because like you were saying before uh brainstorm is a seventy percentile right yep. uh is brainstorm as a fifty percentile format parity? You know, is is uh, Thalia as a as a 50 percentile format parody? You know, it, it's 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 a hard question to tack on completely when you have a game with so many variables, uh, and that that is literally pulling thousands of cards, if not ten tens of thousands, hundreds. Of
1: thousands. It's got me. It's got to be yeah. It's thousands. Let's let's go with like a twelve thousand, maybe yeah, maybe twenty thousand by now.
0: Let's let's go with tens of thousands. Let's, let's yeah. err on the wrong side here and say tens of thousands. That's a lot of variables. So it's hard to say that if you're playing X of this card or X of that card, and, and I think there are cards that sort of currently are untouchable, you know, Brainstorm being one of them. You know, Brainstorm's a card that if you get rid of in Legacy, you're going to have that same situation with Vintage that we were talking about before where it destroys the format for a while, and I don't think... I don't think fans and wizards are ready for that. Even even the people who are calling for the ban of brainstorm, I uh, I, I think those people are relatively short sighted and, and I know we're gonna get eaten up on that and, and I, I back well, that I back that statement one hundred percent. I, I well, think that's been- a short sighted statement.
1: Yeah, well, I think there's there's been a lot of talk. Well, we're gonna we're putting together a show. We're trying to put together a show on the concept of Turbo Xerox, which is what you know, the, the the Cantrip fuel deck. And I want to kind of stay away from it now because I think we're gonna do a whole show on that uh, yeah. coming up. And I think, well, the thing about brainstorm is right now. Well, let's go. Let's look at Vintage. Mm-hmm. Let's say they restricted Preordain on Monday. What sure. is the next card up? What do you think it is? And I'm I'm just asking an opinion.
0: Um, I would say it's sleight of hand in vintage.
1: Yeah, and I think so. Because remember, like, Brainstorm, Ponder, Ancestral Recall, Gush, Treasure Cruise, Dig Through Time, Mystical Tutor, Gataxi Probe, they are all restricted, right? Mm-hmm. It might in Legacy, be... if you ban, like, banning Brainstorm, Ponder is right there because you can play all these cards as four of us. Yeah. And that's another, that's an, that is an important component of the Legacy ban list. There are as many. Cantrips in Grixis Delver as there are in Mentor, right? Vintage Mentor, but in in Grixis Delver it's four Brainstorm, four Ponder, four Probe. In Mentor it's four Preordain and then a bunch of one ofs. I'm not gonna list again. So like you always you still get that opportunity to play the card and you you get to play all the all of those cards, you know. So I think that yes, I don't think Brainstorm is being touched. I whether or not I agree with that, I think it's more about like. Legacy has a philosophy. You can play zero to four of cards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it would take it, – it's too much It's too much to do something like that when the cards – when there are such similar effects. Like the, the drop-off between Brainstorm and Ponder is significant, but it is not nearly as bad as the drop-off from like if Brainstorm and Ponder and Probe and Preordain were all banned instead of restricted. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, get even, to could you even opt.
0: imagine what the format would look like then? It'd feel like block.
1: You well, know? you'd have opt. The thing that <laughs> Legacy has that doesn't have is opt. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that when we talk about Turbo Xerox. But anyway, sure, sure. Um, but that's, that is an interesting point because I think there's two schools of thought on what diversity is in Legacy or what represents diversity. For mm-hmm. some people, it is a diversity of strategy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have, yes, four Brainstorm, four Ponder, four Gitaxian Probe are in my deck, but that deck could be Storm, that deck could be Grixis Delver, that deck could be uh, Show and Tell. Yeah, mean, it could be you.
0: that And you've just stated, what, uh, a Control deck, a Tempo deck, and a, uh, a Combo deck. So those are three different three different styles of decks, and so if, if you're saying the format's safe because we have an equal number of uh, types of decks, but they all play the same, like forty percent of cards, right? Yes, that's that's a is is that a problem? I don't know if it's a problem. I don't. Well, think, let me to the other side, so. then. This is this is more the side I tend to fall on.
1: Right on. And I'm not saying that I this means I'm going to talk about banning brainstorm or anything because I'm not. But I'm just saying that what I would like to see. Is you just we talked about it. Are there tens of thousands of cards in Legacy? I don't know because I start every deck with the same 20 cards. I want to see more cards, I want to play more cards, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to explore more interactions. And you know, there's going to be it's a high power level, that's that's for sure, right? And that's that is what Legacy is about. It's a it's a high-powered format, but not as high as vintage. That's what they said, right? More yeah. accessible.
0: Quote, right? More accessible somehow. <laughs> More
1: accessible to new players. Right, but there's not a lot of formats where you can play... There's there's not options to play a lot of cards together. In Modern, you cannot play Wasteland and Crucible. You can do that in Legacy, right? That's yep. just one around the top of my head, right? In Modern, you cannot play the card Green sun zenith which came out in 2011. Right? You can yeah. play that in Legacy. Now, I think that when, when, you, when I look at the thing and I see Brainstorm 71%, I think, you know, that's 7 out of 10 decks are going to have brainstorming that's it's going to come with its buddies, Ponder Force of so Will,
0: Polluted sure. Delta.
1: Yeah, right. Um, and to me, it doesn't really matter how different the experience is because if I'm – my feeling is if I don't play that, that's, what's the rest, that's what everyone else is playing. So what am I showing up with? Well, I'm probably showing up with Chalice of the Void. Sure, and that is not necessarily a fun way to play. Like I talked, I might have talked about this in the cast when I was playing the green stop deck for the first time. Played against my friend on Storm, and I just obliterated him because I drew into stupidly good hands, right? Yeah. And then he wanted to play again. I was like, "Well, really, dude? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, either I draw Chalice or I lose (laughs) because I have no other way to interact." Yeah. And I think that the way. If there, to the extent that there is any issue in legacy, it is that the points of interaction are limited, and for some people that's okay because playing because like how do I play against Thoughtseize or Duress with my blue deck, or how do I sequence my plays with my blue deck against you know Fluster Storm or whatever it is, right? To some, to some people that is enough, and I'm not here to tell people that they're wrong. I really am not. I may disagree. But I don't think there's any there's a right or wrong. The question is what does wizards think? Yeah, does wizards want us to be able to play more cards, or does wizards think this is the blue this is the brainstorm blue format
0: so I mean I, mean, I think the answer is this is the brainstorm blue format i'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy who goes out on limb and says, if you don't want to play brainstorm, you're more than welcome to you may be doing it wrong yes you you're
1: Object, you are almost objectively not making the right decision. We're going to get, but what about lands? What about death and taxes? But that 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 corner of the format shrinks, and the thing is, what I think the point that needs to be made is, we just you know five bannings right, survival, mental misstep, uh, the delve cards, and now sensei divining top. None of it has changed that. <laughs> there has not been a thing that has taken. Like the the format trends toward this
0: yeah you know I mean even look to, at six
1: to seven out of ten decks
0: look are, are at the cards brainstorm. they've printed since then that are there to to mess with brainstorm and we we all have seen that video of the kid playing Jace and and brainstorming right getting his brainstorm and then the dude flashes in the the notion thief right remember yeah. notion thief and you were like, oh my god, we have an answer. Oh wait, it's blue. I'll just play Brainstorms to let play it with my yes. Uh, and then they were like, "Here's a white version of somewhat the similar a similar card," and people were like, "Cool, uh, that that'll be fork Uh, You know, like they always put an answer that's just under the radar, good enough, like uh, not perfect. You know, so every time they do that, uh, they're they're giving like, people the option to play like a not blue deck, but they're always like, "But you should probably still play blue."
1: Well, I don't, I don't know how, um, how conscious that is. We talked about Leovold, and like the yeah. thing about Leovold is one-sided draw hate in blue is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like
1: and like rude. You, I can, you can still play your brainstorms and Ponders. You can't, and uh, the opponent can. Yeah, this was was actually what made Counterbalance super miserable to play against oh, yeah. because they could play all the cantrips they wanted, and you got sat, you sat there looking at Counterbalance top and thinking like. Oh, maybe I can ponder. Then when he flips the top, I'll brainstorm a response. Uh, yeah. you
0: know, maybe he has a pyroblast. That was I don't know. Always the worst for me is like, you know. Well, here's a perfect example, right? So like, if Leovold was those Mardu colors you were talking about, and it was like one sided, no one would even care. Why well, be well, one sided? <laughs> you know. No, I'm just saying, like, why be one sided at that point? Why not just say players can't draw extra cards? Because you could know,
1: play Painful Truths with it. Yeah, I guess. And, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that is... Look at this. Like, Painful Truths, Standstill, and that's going to Vintage, Thirst for Knowledge, um, Gifts Ungiven. All of these cards that were Knights once Whisper. considered, um, like, big... This is a big draw spell. You don't even need to play them because you just get enough value from trading one card for another card and rearranging your deck because of the relative power level. I mean, a yeah. card like Gurmag Angler... We've talked about it, and the more I think about it, it's innocuous, but, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just pumping cards into your graveyard, and then you get a 5-5 five, five for one. Remember when people thought it used to say Tarmogoyf is the best blue creature ever? And yeah. that was a 4-5 for two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean— This is a 5-5 five, five for
0: one. Do you remember, and... like, Juzum Jin and how good that card is? This is jusum Jin with zero drawback. You know, like, well, yeah,
1: I mean, and almost, you know, upside compared to abrupt decay, fatal push, lightning bolt. Right? I mean, so, I mean, but like the synergy of cards that are being printed with the cantrips is also very high. True Name Nemesis being blue, Snapcaster Mage being blue, Baleful Strix being blue, all these, all these cards that are on color. And then you have when there's an off color card that gets played, the synergy with the cantrips is almost one of the big reasons why. I um, uh, talked about Grimag Angler. Monastery Spear? I mean, yep. look at that thing. I mean, come on, that—that's a one-two for one, but you know, it's—it's it's attacking for five on turn two. Right? It seems
0: silly thinking that that card's bad now, but I remember looking at it and being like, "I don't want to play that." Yeah, um,
1: Monastery Mentor, another like that. Like we were talking about the Miracles deck, just sort of evolving into this Turbo Mentor deck. Yep. Like they're going to control the board and they're going to have like, uh, because you just get value off. Your cantrips then. Not only do your cantrips help you find um, more action, right? But they are giving you action Yeah. where they used to be passive. Young Pyromancer is the other one I, for some reason, couldn't think of. I remember Young Pyromancer coming out. People were like, eh, let's play this, let's try this with Punishing Fire alone. That's a cute interaction. And then it turned out the best thing to do was just to jam it with all uh, with all the blue cards. Unfortunately, Young Pyromancer not a playable card yep. um, outside of the blue shell so far. So, anyway. So, but we're, the, again, we're, we're drifting a little bit yeah, because yeah. is that okay? Is this is that just okay? Is and I mean rhetorically asking, but also you can answer seriously if you want.
0: I think yes, uh, and, and I think yes because look, if you if you came to this format to play brainstorm, think about all the decks that are out there, right? That just are out there to fight brainstorm. If you take brainstorm out, the decks are good. Like, they prey on the Brainstorm decks.
1: Right. The question is whether or not having that, that setup is a net positive for gameplay, I right? Mean,
0: yeah, but think about, like, what you were just saying before, like, when we went back to tre- the Treasure Cruise ban, you were like, yeah, I didn't play against a Treasure Cruise deck for, like, the first three rounds of the tournament. That, that
1: right. was bad
0: for you, actually. It was. You know? bad, it was actually bad for me. So, well, no, I played
1: against Death and Taxes, and they had a lot of problems with Pernicious yeah. Deed. But yes,
0: yeah. So, so it's funny that, like, you know, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people out there once once we post this that are going to be like, you know what, screw you guys, Brainstorm's got to go. There's always there's, I I call them the the like 11 truthers of of the uh, of the Magic the Gathering Legacy sphere is the people who call for the banning of Brainstorm. Uh, Every single time we post a show and mention the word brainstorm, um, but, and, and, and God love you guys. You're, you're consistent, right? But, well, they're not wrong. <laughs> it's 70%. No, If,
1: if any other card was that was played that much, people would be talking about banning it
0: for sure. For sure um so i didn't i don't think you guys are truthers let's put it that way. <laughs> i but, do i do but, but you know yeah. i i guess but i think i guess we're talking about a guy who played junk for a very long time in this format and a guy who started off playing blue cards in this format yeah. so so well, that you know that, it's, it's good that we have that opposite opposite uh uh mindset
1: we are somehow still friends i think yeah. that what um <laughs> is interesting about but what like yes i think that both sides are right, and it's and it's an impasse because first of all, I don't think there's any way to to really stop the the engine, right? Like you take a card away, the next one rises up to take its oh, spot. Yeah. I mean, I'll how, play thought opt, if I can't play, that, you know. Person. So, I mean, I'm my thing is like I think there is a way for other decks to exist, but I think there's just too much. Synergy with the cantrips, if that makes sense. Yeah. And tamping that down would be my preferred solution, rather than think rather than ripping brainstorm out. I mean, that's not that's as much as I would. I mean, I would be ex- excited. I would love to see what happens. I don't, but I, I think that taking something that's in seventy percent of decks, and you know, that's on a that's it would be detrimental to, like, at the very least. I
0: to mean, my my answer to all this. Print green cards that, that draw cards. Give me back my rug. Oh, the you That's a green card. That no, no, draws no. Cards. Print like mono green, like this card does something, draws a card, you know, gives you selection. Print natural selection, but let it draw you a card, right? Well, that's powder. That is powder. <laughs> yeah, that is positive. Is natural selection instant? It is an, uh, ooh, I don't know. I want to say that it is a, uh, Sorcery. Uh, sorcery, but I mean, who's cast that card in the last 22 years?
1: I don't think anyone has. Big, big Eagle holding a cue ball. It's such a good cool looking yeah, photo. I, mean, I, I agree photo. with you. The, the problem uh. I have is like, uh, <laughs> when they do print stuff, you know, it seems like they're. Here, here's to me a little bit of indication about the Legacy ban list. When they print stuff for it the incident, Legacy, that the seems. Yes. It is. Oh, good. That would be sick if <laughs> you could work card. The blue decks will play it. <laughs> no, i just kidding. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I would
0: play it in blue. That's what would I would play it
1: in rug Yeah, I mean, like, can't be pyroblasted? Um, do it in response, Chalice. Yeah, um, anyway. Um, when they print stuff for Legacy, that seems like it's targeted at Legacy, right? The card is either blue or it, it targets... Anti-blue. Blue. It's anti-blue. Yeah. Sanctum Prelate. That card's not fun. I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because I don't know for sure. I bet card's that way card's way rude.
0: It's not fun at all.
1: In your like command, in your uh, conspiracy pod, like sanctum prelate, that probably sucks, like to play against. But they put it in there for us. They put it in for de- death attacks, I think. Leovold is a blue card that fights blue cards, and they're basically saying like, well, this is all blue form. This is an all blue format, so we're going to give these very specific blue decks an engine to fight against the other blue decks. That can pyroblast this card, you know, like yeah. like a red red blue but that can pyroblast this, but a blue black green deck can have this and draw a card, you know. I mean, I, so it seems like they are they have settled on that, and I think that the only reason the the last three bands, which all targeted blue, and we Memento did too, last so four but bands, it, it's all, really yeah yeah it's all about. People just get fed up seeing one – people get fed up seeing one card or yeah. one deck. I think – and then, so I think that legacy is go play somewhere, I'm busy, and then you just nag them enough to, <laughs> to do yeah. something.
0: I think I, I, I have to take back what I said about Mental Misstep being a blue ban because really the problem was people were just jamming it into every deck, right? Right. Whatever I mean, deck you could play, you just jammed four mental missteps into because someone wants to. Everybody wants a one drop. So Sue played four mental missteps. Yeah, to protect their wild McCottles. The yeah, from your yeah you missteps. don't want your guy to get bolted or to be swords, so that makes perfect sense. Um, so we're we're coming up on on a, a on like a hundred and ten. Sorry, an hour and like ten minutes. Uh, let's real quick go back over. You think that. It's it's a social outcry about what the format should be like. What do you want the legacy ban list to be like?
1: Well, I want I want the legacy ban list to be about playing, being able to play a lot of cards, and not not having super narrow deck building choices. And you know, that's sort of I I don't know if that's ever possible as long as brainstorm is legal, but I would like them to try by just taking out the cards that are not interesting to play against. And for me, for me, the number one card for that is True Name. Yeah. Actually, not interesting to play with or against, right? Like, it, there's no cost. To, like, once you resolve it, there's nothing that, that happens. Like, it's it, like, but it feels like a sulfuric vortex, you know?
0: I wish but I remember that, saying that. Like, that but like. Walk the Plank also said, had the caveat of target player sacrifices a creature otherwise. Cause that would have been the best burn to like a non merfolk card. (laughs) This is like target player destroy target merfolk card or has to sacrifice a creature. It would have been like a a really nice like call to like hey f you Nemesis. Anyhow, I agree with you. Uh, I think that uh, it's it's about balance, you know, and and in a format that oftentimes uh, is not always about balance and the 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 decks become very samey in time or it's either like you're playing a blue deck you're playing an anti-blue deck uh, I think that uh, I just want to see a format where where there are a plethora of decks that people can play
1: yes and people are going to tell if there's a plethora of decks you can play I think that what we're
0: really talking about is you can win with, you can play plenty yeah. of decks we want decks you can win with I mean it was like I, I might have mentioned this,
1: but, like, I was playing that Landfall deck for a while mm-hmm. for fun. And I was, like, I had to save for fun immediately, like, a reflex. Yeah. And I, like, could only find two-plated GAPs. So like, I asked the Eternal like, Does anyone have two-plated GPs? So and people were, like, saying weird, like, stuff to me. Like, I think it's awesome that you're serious about this. Like, like you're talking to your friend who's, like, yeah. you know, an alcoholic. And you're trying yeah. to just be, like, it's just like supportive. It's, like, we
0: want well, you to like, we like want you to succeed. Like, you know what?
1: I can only play crop rotation with this card in this format, right? Yeah. Like I mean, I'm not saying that it's like Barry Glow's use legal, but like, you know, there's lots of stuff that can be explored. I think that I think that to the extent anything's missing in legacy, it's that. And the, the reason I I point a true name is that, you know, yes, there's solutions for it, but they're very narrow. And having to like having just like a deck building cost like that is is not fun, right? Yeah. And the same thing with Chalice. Like, it's easy to say, like, well, Chalice just nukes all the cantrips, so it's okay. Like, yeah, but Chalice, you don't get to play your... You, you, you are not playing your own one-drops, right? And you've got to find your Chalice. And the whole game's like, well, did I draw a Chalice? How many times did I draw a Chalice in this tournament? Versus, and, you know, like, that's not... I, I, sometimes I want to play a Chalice deck because I do want to do that. I want to have that experience. But yeah. I don't want to have that same thing with brainstorm. Sometimes I like playing brainstorm, and I want to play a brainstorm deck. Other times I'm like, God, I'm so tired of just like Brainstorm, and ponder. I was like, oh, underground sea. It's just like, come on. It just like blends together. And I think that you know a variety of of sort of deck building abilities would be better. True name. The thing is like it's polarizing, and for a lot of those decks that aren't cantrip decks, the way they get their value is up the curve.
0: Yeah, and when you see Agreed.
1: Yeah, when you see like a nine nine knight just get stonewalled by this true name nemesis <laughs> until the other guy finds his answer to the knight and yep. then can attack through it, like that's just miserable. It is a cool card. Renegade Rallyer, um, what's that card I've been playing? Ravenop Excavator, um, you know, gifted etherborn, like they just all eat shit too <laughs> True Name Nemesis yep. and, and you can't get rid of it, you know? So like, there's almost nothing better to be doing at three mana, and three mana is an open should be more open, right? Yeah. The only thing better might be, I mean, show and tell, right? Like, what else are you doing at three mana? You're doing show and tell. Show and tell is a player. pretty pretty good card as far as things you can do at three mana. I will, I will. Agree. I, I just, it's just, but it's just like, yeah, I, I just think I, true name, like I own them, I've played them, I've done well with them. It's not, but it's just, it's just not interesting.
0: You know? I wish it was like one of those things where you could only play this card if you had certain other cards in your deck. Like only if you have eight or more Murfolk Lords in your deck, you're allowed to play your name.
1: Right. I mean, the I, the irony is like Murfolk isn't even played. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, Literally. Paul did pretty well with it two weeks ago. I got to give him props. Like, had he been a smarter Magic player, he would have he would have top aided that tournament instead of me. He would be the guy talking about how he had a mana drain last week. So. I'm, right, but it's, on the it's, other it's hand, a deck that like, can definitely be played.
1: It's a deck that, yeah, right, that, but that's what we're saying. People are going to say, well, you can play, you can play Merfolk or you can play this. It's like, that's not really the point. Like, Merfolk, compa- like Grixis Delver is just a better version of Merfolk. Yeah. You know, in yeah, many you're ways. Just getting,
0: you're just getting the options to do what you want to do, and you're able to brick your opponent on, on, if he's a combo deck. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, Oh, go on.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I think if there were more, you know, I got to give credit to the Lone Star Legacy podcast for this idea, which I hadn't thought of. I think if there were more mid-sized to large Legacy tournaments, we might see more people willing to take risks and try something out. Yeah. But right now, when there's like six to seven really big tournaments a year, you're showing up with what you yeah, think. Yeah,
0: you got to play, play what's working. I mean, for me right now, like, you know, for the longest time I was on rug, but like, until I do... Better with another deck. I'm gonna be on Infect for a while. You know, you're gonna see me, and you're, if you're thinking that I'm gonna stifle you, you're you're totally wrong. I'm going no. to be casting Invigorate. You know, well, there's like, a stifle in that deck, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, I don't think so anymore. Yeah, but um, so we're we're coming up on on uh an hour and twenty minutes. Uh, predictions for next week. Uh, for for the banned and restricted list. Let's start with Standard. What do you think? I'm gonna guess nothing. I have I don't know what's happening in Standard. Uh, Is anything Cannibal? I'm going to say standard's is pretty safe right now. People are relatively happy about Standard, so let's, let's switch over to Modern. What do you think? I think Modern is fine.
1: Like, you know, the Death Shadow was up there for a while, and yeah. then it just went down the
0: tubes. All right, I think that there's a possibility, slim, but a possibility that Street Wraith could be banned, but I think everything's safe in Modern right now. So watch depends on when they make the decision, right? Yeah, yeah, they made, it depends. They made it a month and
1: a half ago or now, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: so okay, let's let's flip over to uh, to Legacy. Since we've been talking about Legacy, we should flip over to Legacy. What do you think could be banned in Legacy this week?
1: Well, ironically, we didn't talk about it, but Deathrite Shaman has been very polarizing. I think if there's the I think the chances of the next card being banned in Legacy being Deathrite Shaman are higher than the field. Yeah. Like if you had to say like the next card, it Deathrite Shaman or the field. I would take Deathrite, um, but I do not think there will be a ban next on Monday.
0: I don't think so either. I would like it to be Gurmaw Gangler, uh, but I, I, I don't think there's going to be anything. And I would take Gurmog Gangler over Deathrite as far as my personal choice. But I think Deathrite, yeah, Deathrite is more likely to be banned. But I think we're safe right now. And I personally, after winning that I Drain, I think, I think Legacy is in a good place. <laughs> okay, so what about Vintage. Vintage. Vintage is tough right now, right? So we've got seventy percent of the meta is workshop decks. The uh, like twenty-three percent of the meta is mentor decks. Is that like, true? Yeah, that is that is that is what's happening right now in, in vintage. I thought
1: seventy percent was workshops plus mentor. No, Hold not on, at I'm all. Stuff. Yeah,
0: ninety something percent of the decks are those two decks, and seventy percent of that is is mentor. i oh, sorry, is a uh, uh, workshop. So I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say and say goodbye to shops.
1: Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm still on this. I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh what's most played? Where's lands? Well Mishra's workshop, it says thirty seven point two four percent deck. So you must it must have been workshop plus mentor makes seventy. Yep. Uh um, let's... that must have been what you meant. But somehow, Thor Oh, you know. Oh, no, I'm right. Okay. I'm pretty so sure Thorn, it was like
0: seventy percent every time I checked, but uh, I I might have been wrong.
1: Well, seventy percent of decks are playing Graph Digger's Cage. <laughs> well, yeah. That's the most played every, spell? Oh, it's not restricted. Yeah, well,
0: spells. you're okay. playing it because it's just like it's it. Dredge is the affinity of that format. You just throw cards in your sideboard, and you're like, I'll probably see one or two of those.
1: Well, okay, but you're you're saying that thirty seven point two four percent Mishra's Workshop decks, thirty eight point four nine percent of decks playing Thorn of Amethyst, uh, thirty eight point nine one playing, Rexing Revoker. That's an indication that this might it might be the time for Workshop to go.
0: I I say Workshop Workshop's time is has come.
1: I think that because of what we talked about with people being with um. Sorry, the uh, vintage restricted list still allowing people to play lots of cards, and like we said, that the, you can play like twelve cantrips without having to play, you know, twelve or you know, spread over eight different cards. I think they would restrict every single sphere before they restricted workshop. I hey. think I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's a chance that something will be restricted from workshop. I cannot tell you what I think it would be. The numbers two played creature in the format right now is precursor golem, like. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Recursor Golem is the number two? Recursor
1: Golem is the number two played creature after Phyrexian Revoker. So that must be what's going on in in Workshop right now. Um, I think that... But I do think they're going to try and put a bullet in Mentor. I think they want other blue decks to try and... Fight the workshop decks. Well, that, I think they just think Mentor sucks up all the air.
0: My stance was that if if you get rid of workshop, you have to get rid of mentor. So if they each get restricted, that that would be that would be my choice. And I think that 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 might be what's happening. I'm gonna be in Hawaii on Monday,
1: so I can't <laughs> say we're gonna hop on if anything happens. But boy, I would I would be really I would be really interested in seeing what happened if they actually restricted mishra's workshop that would be
0: it's it's time for more decks man it's a two-deck format
1: well you could say the same thing about brainstorm no
0: i mean decks (laughs) with brainstorm versus decks decks without brainstorm is not a two-deck format like vintage is a two-deck format we're looking at what uh i mean on on mtgo mtg goldfish it's saying 40 percent but uh, all of the online stuff that I've read, you know, Menindian, and uh, and all those other guys are saying it's seventy percent online, and that might be a slight change, be, but there's not a lot going on here after after it might Mentor. Be total meta game,
1: like most the like people are a lot of people are playing the the workshop deck, yeah, and this this, this conversion to top to top eight, um, yeah, we've got Ravager shops at thirty percent, and then there's a, some sort of um, uh, Eldrazi deck at seven point five three. Um, and then in the middle, paradoxical outcome is like the only thing that's happening that's not shops or mentor. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and then it's like yeah. decks that I like decks that I play, where it's just like here's a bunch of cards that make time vault good.
1: <laughs> right. You
0: know. Well, I think. Uh, well, we'll see. I, I would be I
1: am I'm, I'm just gonna say like I, they will never ban they will never restrict workshop the same way they will never ban brainstorm like people show up to the, the these tournaments to play workshops.
0: We'll see. I mean I think that there are plenty of cards that this that the ravager shops deck doesn't play that could be substituted in uh, you look you look at this guy's land base if you took out three workshops and subbed in some number of uh, like uh, you put in three city of traders the deck would be essentially the same slightly less powerful
1: that does answer the question though like is it even worth Restricting workshop, like I guess, like a turn one foundry inspector is really fucking stupid. <laughs> like yeah. that's just that. It, like I, I'm telling you, they would restrict. I would. I I could see every other card in this deck being restricted. Ballista, Archon Ravager, Phyrexian Revoker, Steel Overseer, Foundry Inspector, Precursor Golem. I could see all of those being restricted before they would go after workshop. Just like oh, Spear and Thorn. Like I mean, I would...
0: <laughs> the question comes down to. Are they sick of people not having fun playing against this deck? Because that is, and this is a this is the epitome of a not fun to play against deck, right? Like, your opponent stops you from playing spells and plays a bunch of guys and kills you. And meanwhile, of, you're sitting there with one land.
1: Okay, so let's bring it full circle. We've got we to gotta stop. It's a lot going on. But the deck, I, the game I was watching, right? Uh, Crypt, Lotus, Academy, Vault, Tesseret, right? The other guy was playing workshops mm-hmm. like those blue decks need those kinds of blue decks need to be able to do that without knowing that. Like, I guess there's nothing in there that could have been mental misstep, but like force of will or even mind break trap gets played in vintage, mm-hmm. especially even in main decks. Like those even decks Even in can't non-blue breathe, decks, mind break traps get played. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it, if the if those kinds of decks can't breathe, the workshop deck just becomes so focused on beating mentor that mentor just has to beat up on the poor souls who brought those other kinds of decks, yeah. you know. Like you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean i I've, I win often against against uh workshop when I'm when I win the die roll. You know, yeah. if I get out like three or four moxes and they're like Chalice on one, I'm like, fine. I don't care. Uh, I guess I won't cast his brainstorm, I'll cast his time twister instead. You yeah. know, like uh, but when but when they're on the play, it's a whole different ball game. What Anyhow.
1: about un- let's let's, let's, let's hold on, one more thing. What about unbans, on restrictions, any ooh, format?
0: Ooh, unbans. Ooh. We never
1: t- we never talk about. Oh unbands.
0: man, unbans. Uh, Jason Modern. No. Uh, what else? Uh,
1: I think it's possible Stoneforge get unbanned in Modern.
0: It's so um, unlikely.
1: Yeah. I always think that though. Um, in Legacy, I think if next time there's a card being banned, I think Earthcraft or Mind Twist is the next card coming off.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, seriously, would you so... rather your opponent cast Gurmog Angler or Mind Twist against you in the late game?
1: Would you rather your opponent?
0: <laughs> would you rather your opponent cast Gurmog Angler or
1: Earthcraft?
0: <laughs> oh God! As <laughs> yeah, as long as okay, they get funny. rid of Sacred Mesa.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I mean, and that then just finish... gives like a, the, the the like what's it called decks a chance to win, right? Like. It puts it takes a tier like four deck and brings it back to tier to tier two. Two and a half, yeah.
1: Um, they don't even. I, I don't think even think that's the best way for those decks to win anyway. Anyway, like I don't think it would be played. But anyway, um, and then vintage under restriction. Ooh, Unrestriction. The big one is bargain. I think people just think that like six mana. Like you, are, you already have Grizzlebrand.
0: Yeah, if you have one bargain, why not have two bargains? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I don't I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I would even, even care if they unban uh, like un like yeah, there's just nothing here that I would be like, "Oh yeah, that would change the format." Like unless it was yeah. something that they just recently uh got rid of. Yeah. What? Flash? <laughs> well, you don't want Flash. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, it's insane yeah. like but, but like they could yeah. probably un unrestrict Fast Bond, it wouldn't change anything. Um, I mean I know there's those Because like, well, Gush, Gush is gone, right? Like so yeah. it's like who cares? What are you gonna like thwart and then put three lands into play? Um Actually, turn one, trap, trap,
1: drop, thwart your first spell, play the traps again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's that's whatever. Um you know, Library of Alexandria is a card that we'll never see. Uh see printed to a point where anyone's going to want to have four of them they could easily put that in as a four of. I don't think anyone would care that's 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 definitely a holdover from from times past it's It's a boogeyman of another era, like if somebody played a turn one library of Alexandria and then played a turn two library of Alexandria and then played a turn three library of Alexandria, I'd be like you okay, what are you doing
1: right you know. Like, I- Defense Grit. Like, a Defense Grit would be so good against that, right? Like, because like, they can't even, like, you get, like, great, draw, like, fine. You got a bunch of cardless lands. You're not playing any spells. I guess Moxes make it so that you can cast stuff, but anyway. Yeah, a Library is probably safe as a four of, but it would never be played as a four of, but they're not going to make it a four of either. I mean, um, who's playing? By the way, let's, let's close on this note. They should unban Necropotence and Legacy. Unban Necropotence
0: Suffer. and Legacy. Free Necro.
1: The best Necro. deck right now would destroy any Necro deck like Grixis Delver would destroy any necro deck by you Oh, dark ritual necro okay force oh deathrite shaman necro days you're all so right, wrong, necro man. draw
0: 10 cards all right bolt bolt you're so wrong <laughs> death shadow
1: that's true death shadow would be insane free necro. i'm going to yeah, end okay.
0: the i want to end the podcast right here free Limb duel
1: yeah right yeah necro needs to be unbanned it's never happening unfortunately right. because it's so pretty bad. Have so I,
0: I think that's it for the cast. We are at a, a, an hour and thirty minutes. Uh, it, it's it's been a pretty good cast, actually. This is, I think this is our longest one too. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe we'll get some. Uh, we'll put some timestamps in there so people can find the fun stuff that oh they want gosh.
0: to find. Oh my gosh! I look forward to the to to the Reddit hate uh, this time around because <laughs> okay. we we touched a lot of subjects. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Have a good night. Have a good night. Stop, stop, I need more stuff, it's keep it up with the Joneses Stop, stuff, I need more stuff Can you see, I need more stuff It's how it up with the Joneses keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses All right Where does he get those wonderful toys?